0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Napa know-how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa auto parts stores, while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends ten thirty one seventeen. 17 You are Locked On Jazz. Your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz.
1: Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.
2: Welcome to the Postcast. Part of Locked On Jazz. Part of the Locked On Podcast network david Locke along with ron boone this is our post-game show to each and every jazz game all season long here on locked on jazz thanks for tuning in subscribing and doing all that if you want to get the blazer perspective eric garcia gunderson was just here he'll give you the blazer perspective at locked on blazers if you'd like that after this ball game when you're done listening to us all right ron uh jazz lose it preseason game number one 9889. so much the storylines coming in Frankly, uh, the the kind of main storylines kind of dudded out tonight. Storyline number one, unquestionably, is Dante Exum back out in the court. And we've all said it in person that you know we got to give him 41 games. We really got to give him a long. Um, he, he's you know he was very raw at the end of his first season. He's not going to be any less raw after rehabbing for 12 months. But I think in the back of all of our minds, we may have been hoping for a miracle. That miracle didn't happen. He looked comfortable. He looked out there, but you can still tell he's got a long way to
1: go. I don't even think he looked that comfortable, especially the uh, late, his second time around getting into the basketball game because he did knock down a three or two. But I I saw him trying to force passes once he got into the into the lane, and and, you know, I I just think you have to take those shots when you when you get there if if it's not a clear a clear pass. And you're absolutely right. You know, he's a long ways away. Uh, we expected that. I mean, We've talked about that. But I, I think some of our listeners are thinking, okay, Dante Exum is back. Now we're going to be that much stronger at that point guard position. going to be strong, but he's going to take a while for him to get better.
2: He looks strangely uncomfortable from about 2 to 10 feet. Yeah. That's the area where he just would get in there and he, he would... Instead of looking to the rim at all, he would throw this pocket pass regardless of whether the guy was there or not.
1: Yeah, that's what I saw there as well, David. And then I think you pointed out that it was only in the second half, I think, where he got a chance to play the point guard position. I think uh, the first couple of times he was in the ball game, he was the off guard. Um, that is a position that I think he can probably play but maybe a little more unfamiliar with right now. Uh, and, you know, we just have to – Be patient and wait for him to to, to get to the point where he can help this team. He
2: has played one game in 14 months, and that is what you just have to remember with him. And we're going to probably it's going to be a real test of patience of all of us to just remember that about him. The other one was, oh my gosh, here comes Joe Johnson, and here comes George Hill, and here comes Boris Diaw, and frankly, none of them look particularly comfortable with their new teammates.
1: Yeah, and I'm glad you know Kevin Pelton was here too because he saw the same thing we we saw. The Portland Trail Blazers have 11 players coming back from last year. You can tell the difference between them and the Jazz right now. Joe Johnson, he'll be just fine. I don't think there's anything to worry about. I think George Hill will be just fine. But, you know, they're joining a system and, and, and some guys that they have not played with. And you just don't uh, you just don't make it happen with three practices, what the Jazz have had. And, and just getting used to the offense. I think I was pretty satisfied with what I saw in the first quarter because that lineup in the first quarter is probably uh, the starting lineup. Uh, and a lineup that we saw quite a bit of last season minus uh George Hill.
2: Jazz fell behind 2-0 then went on a 13-0 run to jump ahead of this ball game 13-2 then the Blazers worked their way back to a 30-28 lead at the end of one Jazz were down 53-51 at the half and then the Blazers started burying threes to open up that third quarter and that's really where the game got away when the Blazers came out I think they hit four straight threes early in that third quarter from the good standpoint of the Jazz there's no surprise uh probably the two best players tonight for the Jazz and I thought they both looked terrific were Gordon Hayward and Derek Favors
1: yeah th- those are the players that I think we're going to rely on quite a bit there for for the Jazz now the the, the thing that I've noticed and and I think I'm, I'm right here we're going to see Gordon play a couple of positions this year and we're going to see Derek Favors play two positions that, this year which means that you know they could be averaging about 32 33 34 point minutes a game
2: the one that jumps out to me on Gordon is the same thing we've been seeing and you kind of said it to me and I've used your phrase the game looks really easy to him he's so physically strong right now at 235 pounds he his workouts kind of have wowed everybody. Quinn Snyder talked about some calendar where there was just marks on it, like, got that one done, that one done. And Gordon, in a lot of ways, kind of took the the Olympic fact that he chose not to go to the olympics as an opportunity to work out at a level we've that he's never reached uh he really pushed himself Seven thirty in the morning every single day of the off season in the gym in salt lake city utah and it was obvious that the game looks really easy to him right now
1: yeah and that is believe me a great feeling because you know how hard you work to get to this point you put your time in you've had that measuring stick now okay i've increase my scoring average and I'm just talking about offense the six years every single what was five points something the first time first year in the league up to 19 almost 20 points a game last season I've gotten to this point now what's next for me how can I get to the point where I'm one of the elite and one of the best players in the NBA and he's positioned himself just to do that and when you get to the point where the game looks easier even though the game is a much faster ball game but it seems a little bit slower to you and you can you know how to make things happen I think he's there right now, and he's put himself in a great position because of the hard work he's put in.
2: The shot just looks easy. The threes, he looks confident. Uh, the question's going to be ball handling, and, and one thing is late in games, so he can prevent it from getting himself getting sped up like he was a little bit last year, mm-hmm. and we'll see how that plans out. Derek Favors is the other one we mentioned who looked very, very good, and I think it's going to be interesting. He, if the Jazz can spread the floor, he showed some post work and some post play tonight that was at a different level.
1: And We will see him playing the post this year, and like I said, he'll, he'll be that Player that will play two positions. He'll play the power forward, and he'll be able to play the, the the center position. Especially if they need scoring with their backs to the basket. If they need a mobile center, um, uh, and which means that Derek would might be able to go out and defend where Rudy, you know, probably can't. Uh, Derek has worked very, very hard over the summer that, that there as well. And you know, you just get to the point where those guys are going to be the ones that are going to carry this basketball team. This is
2: Postcast on Locked On Jazz. Make sure you grab all of the editions here by subscribing on your iTunes, or Android phone, or it's also available on the sites that you're grabbing off. You grabbed it off the uh, web tonight. There were two areas, Ron, that kind of jumped out to me that were, one, either game-trending that we got to watch or one concerning. So first is, and maybe we shouldn't, do, do we... The turnovers last year, the Jazz were 27. In the league had taken care of the ball it was a real. They're 30th for the final month, in 15-20 games last year. They had 21 tonight. Is does that? Are you worried about anything in that regard, or is this just a lot of new guys playing
1: together? I, I think I'd rather look at that maybe four games into in, into the preseason, just to see what's uh, what's going on and where these turnovers are coming coming from. We just talked about Dante, you know, trying to force. a a pocket pass into a a pick and roll. I mean, will he get better and start taking care of the basketball a little bit more? You know, first game jitters for him. You just don't know. And then the fact that they're playing so many guys, so many guys trying to make plays or or trying to do things in a short period of time. I think, uh, you know, Portland turned it over how many times tonight? Fifteen. Fifteen. Fifteen, and they got 11 guys coming back. The system hasn't changed for them. So... Uh, The Jazz are behind right now, I I think, as far as uh, getting their players ready for the start of the season.
2: Final one I just think is going to be interesting to watch this year, and uh, Kevin Pelton and I are going to do an extensive podcast on Locked on NBA about this. How many threes do we expect people to take? Last year it jumped to 28% of all shots. I think it will be over 30%. And tonight the Blazers took 34 of their 77 shots as three-point attempts, it's almost you know it's forty percent of their shots, and the Jazz only took sixteen of their seventy-three uh, shots as threes. This is a team that has been really has the capability to take an awful lot of threes. They only took twenty-two percent of their shots tonight as threes, and you're going to have a hard time winning games, Ron, if the other team is making six, seven, eight more threes than you now Portland may be on the high level of things with the way their roster is built but that's where this league is heading and I think it's going to be an interesting thing for the Jazz to try to figure out how they're getting enough three-point looks out of this roster
1: yeah the Jazz right now I think if I'm correct they took one only took about three or four in that first quarter and and I thought they were playing pretty well and they took five and and that's uh probably the high that was a high for the quarter I mean with, with that number, and so their three-point field goal of shots didn't increase where the Portland Trail Blazers three-point shots increased per quarter, is what I mean. you know. Bla- the
2: Blazers on. were very, con- they took 17 in the first half, they took 34 in the game, it's just how they play, yeah. and there's just going to be more and more teams in this league playing that they shoot 35-40% of their shots, that's a high number, it seems crazy, but it's where the league is.
1: Right, and the Jazz added three-point shooters, you know, so we'll see where they are um, come at the beginning of the, of the year. You know, as soon as the Jazz make a couple of cuts or, or get to the point where they have that rotation that they that they want to keep out there on the floor, we'll see if those three-point shots. The, the offense is built to shoot threes. I mean, it's, it's definitely built to the point where the Jazz should get a number, X amount of, of, of three-point shots, and, and they just have to take them. You know, if Quinn wants them to take them, you know, shoot them. I don't think Trey Lyles, you have to tell him more than once because he comes in, he's looking to shoot the three.
2: That is our postcast tonight on Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Jazz fall tonight by the final score of 98-89. We'll be back with you Wednesday for the broadcast from Phoenix. Have a good night. Be safe.
0: At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 17
1: Rejecting the Screen has been retweeted by Kobe, Dame Lillard, and Vince Carter. So it's fair to say you should give it a shot. I'm Noah Kozlov.
0: And I'm Adam Stanko. Rejecting the Screen hits your feed every Tuesday and Thursday. On Tuesday...